y'all. My name is Elise Y. Robinson, and I am your podcast host with Nobody Wants to Work, though. And today I have you with Christian Evans. He is our official first podcast guest. Um, he runs Success Fitness. I have known Christian, what, how many years have we known each other about? I mean, over four, over four to five, somewhere around there. It's been okay. long, probably longer, okay. probably longer. And I find him to be so inspiring. His whole story, I'll let you uh, talk about it, but very, very inspiring. Um, he puts in work. <laughs> he puts in work. He keeps me on my on my P's and Q's. Um, and so, yeah, just go ahead and introduce yourself. Who are you and what are you about? Okay, I am Christian Evans. I am out of Peoria, Illinois. I am a personal trainer and I guess the title of entrepreneur. I am somebody who was just, you know what, it just came naturally in regards to the request of people wanting me to help them. I was a a cook for about five or six years in a nursing home. During that time, I had gone from 405 pounds and lost a total of 187 pounds in 10 months. And from there, people were asking me to help them you know, lose weight, to try to duplicate what I did. And I was reluctant and I was hesitant at first, but uh, I ended up giving in and started helping people. And it kind of led to me exiting that job and going full-time as a personal trainer. But during that time of me transitioning, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Things weren't as smooth as I thought they would go. And there were some strange things I had to do for change. Uh, but uh, I overcame that. And uh, now I'm here. I also run my own podcast called the Success Fitness Podcast. And uh, from there, we just pretty much just talk. I've also had at least on my podcast at the top of probably 2020 during the during the initial uh, COVID lockdowns and how uh, COVID kind of affected uh, her and, you know, everybody's during during that time. But I run my uh, far as personal training, far as one on one or Zoom trainings from my home gym. And I call that uh, Success Fitness. And uh, yeah, I also work at a commercial gym at, at Gold's uh, Gym. And the, 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 the process of going from a cook to full-time personal trainer wasn't easy, but uh, I'm here now. <laughs> so that's my story in a nutshell. <clears throat> Y'all have to excuse me. I'm getting over a, a nasty, nasty code. Um, so what was the thing that made you say, hey, I want to lose this weight, you know, because people go, you know, their whole lives until like literally the very end. And, you know, they're they're a certain size. Um, what was the catalyst? What made you say, hey, I got to change my ways? Um, well, I had three deaths in about five, five, six year span. Uh, first, my mother passed away in 08 of, um, from complications of breast cancer. And then um, my cousin passed away maybe about two years later um, of a heart attack, I believe. And then my grandmother passed. Um, but she, she was, she was, my grandma was 70 years old for 10 years to me. And so I think she was probably <laughs> about like 80 something. Um, but during, but after that one, it was like, you know, three strikes you're out. After that, I just, 
said just just enough is enough i just went into seclusion went into hiding um and just got to myself and found a um a found 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 a regiment found a regiment that worked for me um because i've always had certain type of regiment one way or another as far as working out um but one thing i didn't have fully was the diet i always worked out one way or another but the diet once i got that and that clicked in um Every day I would weigh myself and I would see positive results. So I just duplicated whatever I did the day before. And then there was day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven. And I just kept going on from there. And it was just trying to duplicate what I did the day before. And uh, within 10 months, that's when I had dropped the uh, 187 pounds. And um, from there, things change. Things change. Things change from a standpoint of what I wanted to do uh, in my life and uh, things in, in, in my story kind of going forward. You know, from there, I created and started my blog, ChristiansWeightSuccess.net, to uh, just document down what I did um, and some of the recipes that I use, some of the workout regimens that I used, and just, you know, my backstory. So that is, uh, you know, my story in regards to why and how I lost my weight. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how we met in uh, online. Um, it was probably on Twitter because during that during that time, I knew I came off of Facebook because I was just over it. And during my that seclusion phase when my grandmother passed, I was just over it. I didn't <clears> want to <throat> see any family members. I didn't want to see any family members post or it, just just anything like that. And I just went to Twitter. And so more than likely, probably through a retweet or a hashtag or something one way or another. That's probably how we connected. <laughs> I have no idea, but we, we always connect on health diet. And, you know, if you don't know anything about me, I lost my mother at a, at a young age too. My mother was only uh, like a couple of days before her 57th birthday uh, from blood cancer. So, you know, we, we go back and forth on that all the time and, you know, we lost our, our, our mother's young. So we, we connected on that for sure. Um, and outside of that, you know, I'm always asking you for health tips and am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Um, so, so yeah. Um, all these things come at a cost. What did it cost you? Did you lose friendships? Did you, you know, have support of your family? Um, were you not able to go out and party anymore? Um, what, what did it cost you? Um, what did it cost me? It cost me, it just cost me focus. It cost me focus from a standpoint of having to redirect what I was thinking about. I had to just invest time, had to in, in invest just in a relationship, just with myself, trying to find myself and actually discipline. I had to go um, to a place mentally that I had never been before from a standpoint of challenging myself. That's the thing to a, to a point to where when I was, you know, on my weight loss journey is I had to challenge myself every day. Let's see if I could do what I did yesterday, today, even though I don't feel like it today. Um, I want to do something else, but the ability to stay consistent when I want to just do something else. Um, relationships, you know, come and go. Um, some, some relationships uh, ended and some relationships started. You know, some relationships started and you started, well, I started just to learn just that balance in life. And it's like, you know what, if that person or those persons don't want to stick with me through that, 
that's fine. It was tough, but I couldn't stop what I was doing. And I started to realize whenever I'm trying to do something is um, something good, something positive, that negativity will be around. And that's just going to be a part of life right there. There you go. The negativity is mm-hmm. always going to be around. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's tough>. um, <clears throat> for those that are thinking about becoming like a personal trainer or something like that, or get into the, the wellness field in general, what are some of the positives and the negatives of, of your career? Um, the positives is that you can make your own schedule and the negatives is you can make your own schedule. <laughs> <laughs> So the same thing that can let make you laugh, make you cry. And going further into that is that we're all looking for freedom, some type of freedom one way or another. And you try to like occupy your time, but there will be slow, slow seasons and slow times. And, you know, you may not be booked, you know, 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m. You may have a 9 a.m. and then a 1 p.m. And it's, what do I do in between that time? What do I do in between, um, you know, the hours of, of 10 to one? Um, in my personal experience, I Ubered. And that was a tough part about when I left my cooking job and went into personal training full-time as far as where I thought. And I just thought that, hey, you know what? I'm gonna have clients, you know, left to right. You know, I have all these credentials. I have a website. Um, people see my before and after pictures. This is gonna be a piece of cake. And it wasn't, (laughs) you know, it wasn't, there were times to when I would have an eight o'clock client and then wouldn't have anything till maybe four o'clock in that afternoon. And so bills still have to get paid. So I Ubered, I Ubered, I DoorDashed, I Instacart um, in between clients. And that was tough because I wanted to do personal training, you know, full time. And that was the cost that I had to pay you know, I had to work on getting my name out there. I had to work on my promotion. I had to work on establishing who I was and um, having people trust in me, having people believe in me. And that was challenging, but just sticking to that, you know, every single day as I was in my car, just driving, I got to thinking, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You know, there's risk on the road you know, let alone just driving, you know, car accidents, you see crazy things and, you know, gas, <laughs> you know, you got tires. Um, remember I had bought a new car and literally when I pulled off the lot, uh, a nail got into my tire, you know, and I had to cover those costs, you know, right then and there, but I had to Uber that day, like literally got the car, signed the papers and I turned my app on within like the first hour, <laughs> you know, in flat tire. But if I didn't have any clients, I wasn't getting paid. And so with that being said, you, I I had to become more creative so I can occupy my time so I can get a schedule so I can be able to provide for myself. So again, one of the, you know, positive and negatives is, is time, you know, being able to make your own schedule. So it's a, it's a gift and a curse at the same time in the ability to appreciate both sides of it. So you can respect, um, both sides of it. Um, another, Another positive thing above all is your ability to help people is the ability to, to, to help somebody do something that they have never done before, or they did not even believe that they could do. And I learned that still to this day, even some of my, my long-term clients, they'll, you know, message me about certain, you know, achievements that they've made and they would not have made it, you know, without me. And I don't, I don't like taking credit for it because it's still them, but 
I guess I'm their guide in this fitness journey, you know, of theirs, of helping them um, recover from an injury, helping them uh, bench press 10 pounds higher than what they normally would, or just be able to just finish a workout. Um, my demographic of clientele is uh, late 30s uh, to about mid 50s, early 60s, somewhere around there. And these people are busy, they're professionals, and uh, they don't really have time to just really spend two hours in the gym and just go full bore like I did at, at one point in time. So you have to respect their time. And this may be their first time working out too, a lot of times too. And so you have to be gentle, you have to be careful, you have to be attentive. And just that has taught me just in myself how to be patient with people. So that's a that's a good part. That's that's a positive part. Um, I will say a negative, a negative can be sometimes clientele too, just at the same time too. You could be ready for a client and then you you're canceled, you know, far as for that day. Or you think somebody's going to renew for the for the month or whatever, and, and then things change. And just learning having learning how to not take that so personal because it it may not be about you. It may not be about you one hundred percent of the time. Life happens. You know the economy. Uh, people have children. Things happen. They may have to pay for their kids' flat tire. You know what I mean? And the money that they had uh, for personal training now has to go into their to their kid or whatever. But you just have to be be agile you have to be agile be able to stop on a dime and then turn and go the other direction um you know without without having to get too emotionally involved it's challenging it's tough but you know you'll get over it yeah um <clears throat> it's more so life as a entrepreneur too um because <laughs> yeah me and Christian go back and forth on our, our business stuff all the time about, yeah, you know, this, this, and this, but as we say, there are no feelings in business. <laughs> Keep your yeah, feelings it, out it, of mm -hmm. it. Um, how did you balance your, you know, staying in your old career and then trying to transition to your new career? Did you just um, quit it or do you just wake up one day and quit it and say, I'm going to go all in? Like, what was the process on that? The process was, um, I believe it was 2017. It was about February. And my, my brother called me over. He said, I got a way that we can make some money. I'm like, all right, you know, what's that? And he was like, Ubering. And I'm like, what's that? And uh, he explained to me what it was. And I've always been the guinea pig <laughs> between us two. And he'll say, go do this. And I'm like, all right, I'll go do it first. I'll go test the waters out. And then we can both, you know, go go from there. But what I found, I made just as much, if not more money driving about mm, 20 hours a week, um, probably about four nights, probably about four hours, four hours a night, um, about five, four or five days a week that I was making, working, um, what was that? Uh, about 20 hours, 20, no, 40 hours, actually 40 hours uh, during my, 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 my day job. And once I start doing the math and I'm like, if I can get this amount of money by just driving Uber and then combine that with personal training rates at the time for the area, then um, I could make it. You know, I felt I could make it. I felt I could make it, you know, during that time. And so probably about April, that that following April, because, you know, it's February and then March and then April. I was like, I'm going to go all in. 
I'm gonna go all in because you know this job was cool. I love to cook. I've always I've always loved to cook. Cooking is is easy <laughs> to me. It's just time and temperature. They had me capped off, and rightfully so. You know, it's a job. You know, a job they do balance and budget sheets top of the you know top of the year or six months, six to eight months prior. You know, the year before, and irregardless of how much effort that you put in, how much of a good job you do you you are just capped you are just capped and that's just business and that's just business so me understanding that um i made a choice to just leave you know i wasn't really for sure when i was but i knew i was um towards about the top of may i put my two weeks in i put my two weeks in and i'll, I'll let people know like, i'm i'm going all in with this personal training and probably about five days into my 10 day, 10 day notice, my, my aunt had passed, my aunt had passed. And she was a real, she was like the catalyst to a lot of what I'm doing right now. And she was my shoulder to cry on when my mother passed and pretty much my, my, my sage, you know, my, my guide, my guide in life after my mother passed. And when she passed and I just literally just walked out that, <laughs> that day, from my job, I was like, you know what, this is it. I'm, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And that was how that came up, came about. Um, far as like, you know, cooking after I left, it was, it just, it wasn't the same, but I was trying to leave that life behind. I didn't take any other jobs. It was just personal training and Ubering. And that was stuff I did more Ubering than personal training that summer you know, during that, that summer. So from, from, from May until about August, that's all I did was, was Uber, 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 personal training here and there. Um, and then things started to change probably about like that, that September where I started to do a little bit more, more training than, than Uber. I gotcha. I guess my next question is, is more so of a entrepreneurship question. <laughs> Um, what emotions went into the jump of that? Did you lose benefits? Because, you know, a lot of reasons why people stay at jobs is because of the benefits. They don't want to lose health insurance and dental vision and, you know, the 401k package. Like, you know, what what decision went into that to go into, you know, full time of being an entrepreneur and giving giving that up? Um, the emotion was the security, the financial security, you jumping into the unknown of it wasn't guaranteed that, you know, I was going to make what, uh, you know, I was making back in February in, in May as far as for Uber. And that was another tough thing I realized, um, excuse me, the guaranteed paycheck of every week of having this amount of money deposited into my account. That wasn't it was just all out. So everything was all on me. So far as emotion, it was, I think I would be lying if I said I wasn't fearful, but I didn't, I think the fear drove me. I think the fear drove me because it's like, I got to make it work. I got to make it work. I got to make it work. And so the fear was kind of more emotion. And I think that I got to make it from being in fear was from when my mother passed, you know, when my mother passed everything, well, a lot, I'll put it like that. A lot was on me. A lot was on me to figure out what to do 
from from that point on, you know, as far as bills, um, what to do with the house, just things like that. And I kind of work best under pressure. If I'm put in the corner, I will find my way out, whether I got to fight or whether I got to do some type of kung fu move or whatever the case may be, I'm going to find my way out. And um, I don't necessarily like to be in that position, but it seems like I, I get a little bit more focused. So that was that time in my life, you know, once I, I left there, so I, I got to make it work. You know, I, I can't be, can't be laxed, you know, with, with a job, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to work, you know, get paid for eight and a half, nine hours, only work maybe four or whatever. You understand that system. You understand, you understand the system of coming and going, what to do, what not to do, um, and the security that can come with that. But once I left, all of that was gone. It was on me. I had to make it work. I had to make it work. I saw other people do it. So why can't I? You know, that was more of my mentality. So that fear really, really drove and pushed my confidence. It drove me to speak up more. Um, my grandma told me that closed mouth doesn't get fit. So my my shyness at times, I had to get rid of that. And you know, I had to ask people, hey, you want personal training or, you know, what's your, what's your goals for the year? Just different things that I was uncomfortable with. So every emotion that kind of comes with like fear, I had to find the, 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 the opposite of it and do it quickly. If not, then that either mean that one, I was not making any money or two, I would have to Uber more to make money so I can make sure my bills were paid. So um, just with, with, with that being said, fear fear was, was, was a driving force for me. Yeah. One of the things that I describe myself as fearless, because like you said, after, after my mother passed away, it was like, be, be scared of what? <laughs> there's, there's nothing to mm -hmm. be scared of. And when your mother passes so young, it's like, you're at a point where you, you have to do everything because you, you don't know when your last day is either. Um, and so if you don't know anything, that catalyst for me was moving to Mexico and, and learning Spanish and everything like that. So that's another reason why me and Christian connected because it's like fear, fear of what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you can't be scared anymore. You have to go out there and, and basically take life by the horns and, you know, like they say, manifest destiny. And, and you know, you're the only person on this earth that can drive drive your life. No one else can, can do that to an extent. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> fearless is, is definitely one of the words that I will describe myself as always. Um, <clears throat> and uh, what would be some traits that would make someone successful um, in this career? Like you said, you, you, you can't, closed mouths don't get fed, you can't be scared. So um, definite closed mouth does not do not get scared. Um, well, closed mouth doesn't get fed. Um, don't be afraid of fear either. You know, fear can make people just stop, but also fear can put you in a whole different phase of yourself or a whole different mentality of yourself that you didn't even know. Um, you could, you could, you could persevere through. You know, it's kind of like, I remember one time me and my brother were out selling CDs, right? We're out, you know, selling CDs hand to hand um, on the streets. And I remember I went up this hill and I was getting ready to make the sale to this lady. And this dog just came out of nowhere, literally. And it was like, 
slow motion. It was slow motion. This dog was coming on to the right and my heart was just beating real fast. And I just looked at the dog and it like literally just stopped. And I was scared. Don't get me wrong. I was scared. And did I freeze? I froze, but it was like, what else can I do at that time? And I was preparing myself for, okay, if this dog bites you, this is what you need to do. So just in that moment about fear, it can challenge you. It can challenge you to react. It can challenge you to stay still. Um, and that's when you have to, like, in, the, in, that, in, that, in that quick moment, you have to decide what's the best move for you. And hindsight is twenty twenty. Then you look back and you're like, okay, I could have did this. I could have did this. I should have did that. And when I look back at that situation every single time, I believe what I did was right. Because if I would have reacted to that dog, then I probably would have got bit, <laughs> you know. So you, that's one trait that you have to have is just you have to be you you have to be sure of yourself, but even if you are not, that shouldn't stop you. And, you know, sometimes we can, um, overanalyze things, you know, what they call analysis paralysis. So when we just overanalyzing everything, we don't move. I was just watching a YouTube short about that. I probably about an hour ago. Um, he's talking about kind of just dumbing down some things. Sometimes you have to just not be attached so much to the, to the end result all the time and be able to listen, be able to listen. And you have to be able to listen. So the whole thing about communication, it goes both ways. You can't just always want to talk. You have to um, be open to somebody talking to you. You have to always be open to receiving additional information, additional perspectives. So just being open-minded, um, you know, that's one. And lastly, I would say consistent. You have to be consistent irregardless of the outcome you know, be consistent. You know, a lot of times we're so attached to the end result. We're so attached to the um, analytics that if they don't say or do what we want them to, then we completely stop. And I've done that so many times. And I realized in those times, those were the worst times for me to stop. And sometimes it's just doing it. And you just, just get your reps up, just like we're working out. It's okay. I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing this right. And you, you do, you do take time out to make adjustments, but you just keep trying. You just keep trying. Cause maybe you just don't get it in that first rep. Maybe you don't get it in that second rep. That's why personally going to working out. I like doing high reps, say 15 to 20, because sometimes I may not get reps right far as my form by the sixth or seventh rep, but by the 10th, I perfect it, you know, 11th perfect. And then I can just ride out from there on out. So you have to, learn how to just be consistent, you know, in spite of. Do you think that you should have done this career? Let's say, I mean, I know your age, but let's say, <laughs> you know, 10, 15 years ago, or do you think when you did it, it was the right time in your life? Um, I believe, I believe I did it at the time that, you know, what, when, when it came to me. You know, I, that's my honest belief. Now, are there some things I could have tightened up on during the time when the idea came to me and I was executing? Yeah, of course. And I think that's part of being an entrepreneur to where you, you look back and you're like, oh, I could have did this. I should have did that. But I had no knowledge or no desire. I had no desire, let's say, to be a personal trainer, you know, five years 
you know, prior, five years prior to when I did become one. I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested at all. Never came across my mind as to being one. Even when I would go to the gym with my cousins or lift weights with my brother, it was just for me. It was just for my experience, just chilling out with my family and just getting stronger. And it had nothing to do with me teaching. I didn't know how to teach. I didn't know what the purpose was. Um, so just with that being said, you know, it's, you can't, you can't, can't really question, you know, God's timing, you know, you can question it from a standpoint of what is it, you know, but it's like, is it, is it right or wrong? Irregardless is it's the lesson in that time, you know, so the lesson, you know, in that, in that time to when, you know, I became, uh, let's say entrepreneur or full-time personal trainer was me paying attention, paying attention to signs, paying attention to, um, what's going on and just making sure that I'm making the right move. Just make sure you make the right move. And even if it's not the right move, what do you learn from that mistake? Nope. I can so agree. Cause I was just telling my, my other friend <clears throat> earlier that, you know, I never thought about teaching or, you know, doing seminars, having a school or doing a podcast, hell, literally living in another country, speaking Spanish. I could have been a, a auditor my whole life working for the federal government. Um, my parents were government workers. So I, I could have totally did that my whole life and been totally content doing that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, life, life happened and, you know, it got shook up and all these crazy ideas started coming. So, uh, man, life is so funny. <laughs> right, 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 right. Last question. Um, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying to be, be gross over here. Um, what tips and tricks would you give someone that wanted to be in this career? What, where, what are some things that you, that you wish you knew before you started being a, a personal trainer and, you know, what advice would you give if someone wanted to get into this, this career field? Um, invest, be prepared to invest financially, be, be prepared to invest financially. That is one thing that I thought I could get by on or get by without meaning like, oh, I don't have to pay for this. or I don't have to pay for that. And that's not saying that you should have to pay for everything that somebody puts a price tag on, but to think that you can get over the bridge without paying the troll, <laughs> you know, his coins, it's, you're going to have a tough time. You're going to have a tough time. And that is one thing that I wish I would have subscribed to mentally at the top of knowing that, hey, you're gonna have to pay for this, you're gonna have to pay for that, um, because it's gonna either make your life easier or that's just the in industry norm. Um, being that we're on social media, things can look a certain way, but they're not. And once you get, when, once you get down to the guts of something, you see how it works. Um, I used to take away, not take away, I used to take apart phones <laughs> when I was younger. Just, I was always just always trying to take apart stuff just to try, try to see how it works. And I remember one time um, our, our phone, our landline, our phone, it broke and I didn't want to pay for another one. This was, I was probably maybe eighth grade freshman year in high school. And I didn't know anything about phones. I don't, I don't think Google was, you know, as accessible back then, if even out back then. So that had to be 96, 97, somewhere around there. But 
I took the phone apart and took the phone apart and saw that some wires were loose. And that's why I didn't get any connections to it. And that's kind of a testament to how things are right now. You have to see how things work. You have to see how things work, get down to the nitty gritty of it versus just saying, oh, I'm going to post this and, you know, it's, it's, it's going to get shared or people are going to like it or whatever. That is true. And that can be true. But there's always much more. There's always much more to it. There's always much more to it. So be prepared to invest and, and invest far as, you know, financially. So um, have your money saved up, have your, have your money saved up, have a way to uh, make some money so you can take that money, then invest and then invest into your idea and invest into what it is that you are doing or, 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 or want to do because it's important because you're going to get to a certain place to where you're like, I need to make the logistics of what I do and how I do it um, better. And that is going to take money, whether it's, you know, hiring um, somebody to do your social media work or do your editing or whatever, it's going to take money. It is going to take money. So if anything to get away or to take away from, from this or to answer the question is financially invest, be prepared to financially invest. Yeah, me and Christian talk about it all the time. Scared money don't make money. And, you know, you, you see those stories of people on their like last $10 and they, they put $9 into something and it, it just clicked. So uh, don't don't be scared to invest. Uh, I have to agree with that as, as a fellow entrepreneur. Um, <clears throat> and outside of that, even if you're not an entrepreneur and you know, let's say you have a professional career. One thing that I have is an insurance license. And so one thing you have to do um, every two years is continuing education. And so that costs, I have to renew my license and things like that. So, um, you know, that is investing in myself and keeping me abreast of new ideas and new things. Um, so yeah, you know, if the course is $500 and it's going to make you $10,000, don't be scared to do it. Go ahead and do it as, as long as it's not going to, you know, compromise paying your rent or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, um, scared money don't make money and you definitely have to invest in yourself or your business or what, whatever you're trying to do. Um, with all that said, um, thank you, Christian, for coming to um, the Nobody Wants to Work podcast. Um, sorry guys, like I said, I got a cold, so <laughs> there's that. And, uh, anything else you want to say, Christian, um, before we go? Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for, uh, for me being the, the first guest on, on your podcast. <laughs> I got practice. I got <laughs> that, that, that means a lot. That means a lot. Um, if, if, uh, any of your, your, your listeners want to connect with me, make it short and simple. You just reach me on my blog, christiansweightsuccess.net. That'll lead you to so all my socials. That'll lead you to, you know, my podcast. And if you um, <clears throat> want to have some, 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 some Zoom workouts, I also do, actually do Zoom workouts and also some, um, you can download a free workout ebook and also create and write uh, workout ebooks based off of the equipment that you have. And uh, yeah, so christiansweightsuccess.net. 
All right. You heard it from him, christiansweightsuccess.net. And uh, again, I am Elise Y. Robinson with Nobody Wants to Work Podcast or Nobody Wants to Work Dope Podcast. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't even know the name of my own podcast. And uh, let's let's close it out. <laughs> Peace out. Thank you.